and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street, a monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also rate and review us on Apple iTunes. All right, awesome. we are live. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Late Night at Fear Street on Christmas. On Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's so late, it's three months later. Here we are. Here we are. I... On Merry Halloween. Christmas. Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to, <laughs> we get wild at 11 slash midnight on Fear Street. Okay, anyways. Um, so, whew, okay. You have the three of us back. Who knows who will show up? We'll never, you never know. Show up. Um, we're talking about Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> and what a movie to end Halloween 2020. Yes. Dear LaCroix, give us money. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> some LaCroix and my boys. <laughs> yes, but uh, right. Uh, what an end to Halloween 2020. Cabin in the Woods, the old gods have taken over. Mm-hmm. We're all probably dead. Accurate. Accurate. Right? Take it away. My first point is a major point because I feel like I've been failing since this movie came out. It is called The Cabin in the Woods. We all drop that article or we say A Cabin in the Woods. And so like when I saw the credits this 10th time watching it, I was like, (gasps) The Cabin in the Woods. I think we're all just lazy is what it really is. America. I know that it's the cabin in the woods. I just don't say yeah. the. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's kind of like, you know, I know we don't love to speak about Shakespeare because everyone else does. So why the fuck do it again? But like, it's kind of like I say midsummer instead of like a midsummer night's dream. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Checks out. But it is the cabin, the one and only cabin that is above the gods of yesteryears who will destroy the world yes yes it made it so much more weighty because i was like oh, me <laughs> the, the one it could, it could also be the 11 o'clock and the drinks and <laughs> all of the above <laughs> um i really i forget how much fun this movie is until i watch it again because i'm always like okay cabin in the woods but like honestly i said this earlier it's kind of a joke that like this is the perfect film to end Halloween 2020 on, but it is. It's fun. It's um, pessimistic as fuck. <laughs> but it, it's it's funny, and it was a great palate cleanser after The Conjuring because that was a lot. And his, his house into The Conjuring into this. This was a good choice. Thank you, viewers. I was questioning it until it actually happened, and now I accepted, and I'm celebrating it. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, is I- my lady. <laughs> <laughs> you got something up my head. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, it's this not that. It's like, it's like, it's such <laughs> great timing and comedy. They've lost their mind. It's it's Sheree's bedtime. It's Mima's bedtime. It is. 
It is. I just had too much to drink. No. Okay. I'm worthless after 9 p.m. Let's check that out. Maybe a messy no, vampire. The floor is yours. I will control myself. No, I okay. no, you I mean that's what it is. It's like it's a great comedy. I I mean like it it adds the humor. It's like that funny like mix of all the genres of like this horror where it's like, hey, we're gonna give you like this like zombie and then we're gonna throw in a werewolf and then we're gonna throw in all these things like you can like roll the dice and get killed by whatever. Yeah. Um, and I love that comedy of it and like the whole kind of joke of it because we are like almost like those puppeteers in a way sometimes we're like well we know it's gonna come next um right well and it's brilliant this yeah. is kind of like because my favorite horror film scream kind of does a similar thing where it takes tropes and like flips it over and throws it on you know but this film does it in a very Scream tries to hide that it's doing it in the in like this is still the real world. But in this movie, it's like you have to throw away all of your um, expectations and all of the reality of this and just take it for what it is. Because none of these characters do smart make smart decisions. None of them. No. <laughs> and but somehow they I love that when they almost make a smart decision, then like the puppeteers are like, no, no. Because how often do we watch a horror movie and we're like, why don't you just leave the house, Nancy? <laughs> and it's like, well, Nancy's going to stay, but it's because of us. Because it's so dumb that nobody would just stay <laughs> or separate or what have you. Yeah. Yeah, it was so, it was, it was, it, it's yeah. just so smart. And I get that it has its own issues, but like, it's so smart in the way that it delivers its horror and its comedy in the way it mixes both of them. Mm. Yeah. Now, I'm definitely still in the early stages of my divorce of Josh Whedon just because of the things that I found out. But like while I'm still in the beginning of this divorce, <laughs> I have to I have to just say that this is classic Whedon dialogue. It's the reason we stuck it out for Buffy and Angel and Firefly. Um, the things are so tight and so quick and so snappy. And I know that older people hate that, but I live for that. <laughs> and so I, I, it's my feel good movie. I went back in at the beginning of the pandemic because I was like, I don't know how many more years I have with Josh. I need to see it one more time. Um, it's yeah and like I I think we have to separate this film into two halves even though I don't think it's actually a half and a half Um, but everything above ground and everything below ground are two separate films for me above ground is still kind of scary and has its but still has its funny moments but below ground is just hysterical to me like the whole thing it's just like bing, brr, bing, brr. Like, <laughs> the window just keeps getting covered with blood like insanity awesome. but the first part of this movie is a typical for the most part scary movie mm-hmm. um but it still it still makes some really interesting decisions like the fact that the the whore or the slut or the you know whatever that archetype is um before this film was not a blonde she was a brunette 
and decided to go blonde and then they put the chemical in the dye that made her not as cognitively there um just even the athlete, yeah all, yeah right right yeah even, even the athlete, athlete like was because like the stoner right. calls it out the stoner is like um he's pre-med or whatever the fuck <laughs> he's calling his friend a <laughs> what what happened what happened? The, yeah, the those stoner are so is my favorite. Oh yeah, he's so great. <laughs> he's so great. My favorite was uh, pre-Thor, pre-Thor, baby Thor. Yes. Chris Hemsworth and Jesse Williams before they started getting like the monies for Marvel or Grey's Anatomy, and before America told them they were hot, are my favorite versions of themselves. Oh yeah, so good. I was like, ooh, look at you acting. Right. doing things oh i love what he's like he's like he picks up the books and he's like what is this who told you you could do who taught you this and she's like you did i learned it from you because <laughs> these are my friends these are that we would make <laughs> just obnoxiously <laughs> stupid ridiculous things <laughs> but it was a fun ride. It was a fun ride. How often do we get to choose your own horror movie? Like, it's just kind of... The possibilities are endless. I'm glad they don't do sequels, but the possibilities are endless. Imagine this. You make a... It's a sequel, but it's not really a sequel. But Pre- it's the same movie. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. But you get to... But the audience, you at home, with your, D, with your Blu-ray or DVD or streaming desire service gets to choose which one they choose. I mean, it's kind of like that Black Mirror situation that I just read. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, I love that. I'm I, here for it. I want more that of that. Be, I want more of that. That would be really fun. Interactive. But, um, yeah. And I like that this, in the beginning of this movie, they give us hints of what's going on, but we don't really understand it until like 20 minutes in. And then we're like, okay. But like the opening with um, the guy from the West Wing and the girl from- uh, um, um, Amy Acker. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the other dude that I don't know who he is. But, um, and they're like, just talking, like like office talk. What you do? Yeah. Every, what you, mm-hmm. water, water cooler talk. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Boom! Cabin in the woods, and then it just shifts everything. No, I I also appreciate that among all the horror and laughter, there were some honest moments, like when they're taking the elevator down to find out what the hell is going on, and they see all the boxes of things that could have killed them, and like the thing with the blades in its head steps out, and they lack eyes, and she's like, "We chose this," <laughs> and you see yeah. her realize it. And he's watching her have this very human reaction of losing her shit. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a really beautiful moment in this like really fun movie. Um. Right. And and, I, and as a horror fan, I loved all the little things like when that guy popped out, I was like, oh, Pinhead. And then the huge snake later on, oh, Anaconda. And like all the little like, that it wasn't so blatant, but you could clearly pinpoint which horror film those monsters came from of course you had like the werewolf and you had the usuals but you had like some pretty obscure ones too 
and newer ones like the strangers they came out with those masks on i was like oh it's the strangers that's cool yeah that's great yeah <laughs> the unicorn was funny too the unicorn made me giggle <laughs> <laughs> So giggle. I was like, if only little kids knew this is what they was actually meant to be used for. <laughs> and our and our love, the horror queen, Sigourney Weaver. Oh. At the end of this, I when I first watched this, I did not clock that that was her voice. Did y'all clock it the first time you watched it? I was like, that voice is familiar. Why? Familiar, but not yeah. When she yeah, stepped until she out, walked up, I was like. They purposely did not advertise her in it because we all would have been like, where's she at? Where's she at? Where's she at? And so you show up and you're like, she's in this. (laughs) (laughs) And it's used perfectly. Like who wouldn't be, who else would be the leader of this faction of horror puppeteers? (laughs) The director indeed. Truly. So good. I, yeah, I really enjoy this movie. And I get, I don't really know all the issues with Joss Whedon, but this may have to be one that I just kind of enjoy while also admitting what the problems are. Once I am sober and read about the problems. <laughs> I mean, he, he's been a little bit racist. Um, and so like, I gotta start separating. Because I can't, I can't be supporting racism. I just, I've come too I mean, far. Fair points, fair points. But I already had the movie bought, so I could still watch it and not financially support him. But yeah, yeah I need to read more about it. But let's not get into too much of that. But because um, yeah, that sucks. I didn't know that about him. But I'm trying. I'm trying to go back, Sheree. When we taught grad school, we were in grad school, and we taught intro to cinema. You were in my section, right? When we watched this film, yeah, because I had the C section, and I had the. Thank goodness they showed up. Um, <laughs> but we taught this film and um, intro to cinema, so it's like a huge hall of like 400 undergrads, a few graduate students. Like we're teaching like. Oh, we're grading a hundred papers each basically. And um, I remember watching this film and the whole time you could feel the tension before the booby scene. Do you know what I mean? Because we watch those horror movies and like sex happens or like mm-hmm. those those moments, but they're always co- like somehow they're, they're covered or we see like we get the image. Yeah. And then everyone was like, they're not gonna show it. They're not gonna show it. And you could feel like the, yeah. And then boom, boobs come out, and everyone's like, hey, 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 like <laughs> didn't, didn't the one TA look away? I don't want to name her name, even though we're not friends anymore on Facebook. But didn't she look away? Isn't that one of them? Yeah, I'm bringing so much drama. Text me. Text yeah. me later. Like, no, um, <laughs> I don't even know this girl, but I want the tea. She looked away. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I remember like that's like it almost felt like we were watching it with a whole audience, and it was like um, that moment, and then also the exhaustion of like towards the end where we see the virgin like struggling <laughs> to survive, where everyone is like, "Oh my gosh!" Everyone's having like a PBR, and this girl's like getting killed. Um, but those moments of tension, like as a whole, people were like, "Like come, okay, come on, hurry up." Um, so what was the moment like when 
she's struggling, but then you see like, oh, someone's still alive, and then you see the mug wrap the thing. I oh, like when like, I <laughs> first watched it. Yeah. It's like they doubt him, right? You're the idiot of the you're oh. like the shaggy. Yeah. You're the fool. You're the fool, and you're like, whatever, you don't know what you're talking about. Immediately he solves it. Mm-hmm. Right? He knows exactly what it is, and now the people are gonna follow him. It's almost like uh the good place when she immediately <laughs> Eleanor solves everything, and then everyone's like, Wait, what? What? And they kind of, she's the lead and she's leading the charge now of like, we have to do this. What do we have to do? Um, the fool ends up leading. So I love that. I, I also just love how that moment you reference where they're all like drinking and celebrating while she's being like beat up and about to be murdered, they think. Uh, Cause that's so America. Like, <laughs> it's just so America. It's like, this shit's happening on my TV, but I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's, and and to me, it felt like a meta moment of like people watching a horror film. Because like that's me. It's like, oh my god, this is so crazy. You're like I'm drunk, but like, but you're right too. Also, in real life, watching like real life news events, but like, yeah, because the whole time they were like, when the when before the booby scene when the guys were like oh oh is she gonna do oh she's gotta do it she's gonna do it she's gonna do it she's gonna do it. oh like that was stuff, like this scene from scream yeah. where they're sitting on the couch and doing the same exact thing yeah. with jamie lee curtis or whoever it was it was yeah yeah so i i yeah the meta part of this was really fun it was it was fun um I also just I love an ending where we don't get a pretty bow and a fix because like they're just like we say fuck it let's split this joint and see what happens um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a huge ass hand that comes about the ground and yeah yeah I yeah I love that I because normally and normally I don't but this was so fun leading up to that it was a gratifying payoff whereas in some other films where it's like they're all dead congratulations i just watched all this misery <laughs> this was at least had some comedy to it yeah um, it was an earned ending because it's been set up and it's established they must die or the world ends and they're like i'm not gonna kill my friend so i guess we all die um, right. Yeah. I'm just glad I didn't uh, fit any of those like roles. I was like, well, I'm not athletic. I'm not that right. right. Not a virgin. I don't smoke. Can we talk about the read where she was like a virgin, and she's like a virgin, and she was like, we make what we do with what we have. And I was like, that was you can't do, do and try to kill her, Sigourney, aka the director. You have to pick her choose. Yeah, I was, you know, in the beginning when I saw this, like, and they were going the underground, like when they go to the cabin and they had talked about the professor, like her relationship with the professor. I was like, oh, is he leading all of this? You know, like he's the one who's kind of doing all of this. Like he's finding the people, the young people like you're going to lure in. Like, why not be a professor? Because you know, those five, those five idiots, you know? And I was like, that's who it is. And then you, and then it was like, it was just a drawing of the 
dude she was in love with? I, I don't know. I don't know if that stuck out to you or what. Yeah. That was definitely something that was never like, it, not necessary other than to paint the world of who they were before they made it to the cabin. <laughs> Cause like- well, well, I, I think it was to show that she wasn't a virgin. That she, that I, I thought her and the professor had a thing. Yeah. yeah, they did. Um, and so clearly she wasn't a virgin. Clearly the blonde wasn't the hoe, you know, the the slutty bimbo. Clearly the jock wasn't just that. I think it was to show the that these characters weren't necessarily the archetypes, but that these puppeteers were making them be the archetypes, were working with what they had. Because none of I and I like the I like this comment theme or whatever that none of us completely fit those archetypes. Like no one is completely the virgin. No one is completely the 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 slut. No one is completely the jock or the fool or whatever. Um, that you they kind of had to make it work in this modern day. Because oftentimes in horror movies, those roles are so forced and make no fucking sense. Like, I just watched my bloody Valentine. Like, I don't understand any of these characters. Like, none of them make any fucking sense because you need them to do this dumb thing to get the other thing to happen. And mm. <laughs> that's just, that's bothersome writing to me. Um, so I love that this flipped it and was like, oh, we're puppeteering from the beginning. <laughs> right. I'm just, like, I get excited sometimes when I think about my acting career because in my 30s, I'm, like, at the prime age to start playing a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hear that CW? You hear that? <laughs> Riverdale. <laughs> like I'm just so excited that I'm like. If you get on Riverdale, girl, let me now. I love that show. I'm gonna get on there, and they're gonna be like, "Who's that freshman?" I'll be like, "Hey, I'm new to town." <laughs> like, and they're gonna be like, "How old is she? <laughs> so young." Oh, <laughs> she's filing for Social Security next month. Like. <laughs> what <laughs> but i do like i do like the, that these characters were like okay they fit the age that they're supposed to be and i mean there are a few where you're like wait a minute you could be a grad student i'll do that you could be a grad student but when you got some 30 year olds playing high schoolers and they're getting murdered i'm like you are in the 12th grade for the seventh <laughs> time you should get murdered <laughs> what are you doing? it's like nice and confused <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> How old are you? It's like Matthew. What? <laughs> um, I also I loved the merman moment. Really? If that isn't twenty twenty giving you what you asked for in the worst possible way, I don't know what is. It's a metaphor for today. <laughs> I yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also love that the other guy thinks he's like getting the safety and turns a corner and gets stabbed by the girl he thought would be dead. But <laughs> well, because it, 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 in that moment, and I said, none of these characters, besides maybe the stoner, makes good decisions. <laughs> None of them. She stabbed yeah. him because she got lucky. Because mm-hmm. she rounded a corner with the knife pointed at the right angle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
He didn't do it correctly. No, I, he was like, kill him. And I'm like, kill who? What? What's happening? What? Right? I love the, that rule. The she only one, for last. <laughs> the only one I kind of felt bad for was the security guard that was the whole time was like, is this right? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I felt bad, but not too bad because he didn't take that job. And so it's like, if you oh, in the shady stuff, you in the shady stuff. What I right. what I felt weird about is that he was one of three black actors in the movie. Um, one, of course, was Jesse Williams, who's always nice to look at. And the other one was that one woman who was like, I said zombies. And he was like, but you didn't say a family of murdering blood curling zombies. Those are different situations. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that board. I want that board. I want that dry erase board with all those categories. <laughs> Clearly. Because we see later on that they legit have just zombies. That one just They have else. all the things. They ha- I like to <laughs> I like to think that somewhere in some other alternative universe, like people literally just like roll and die to figure out what it's gonna be for the horror movies. <laughs> That's why there's so many shitty horror movies made. <laughs> I also love the different countries. Yes. The Japan and Japan and America. Oh, Japan killed me. Mm-hmm. Japan killed me when those nine-year-olds solved the haunting. And they were like, no. And, and the guy looked at the screen and was like, fuck you. <laughs> you and that you nine-year-old you. child. Turn this giant like, monster into a tiny little cute frog. And they're like, we have peace. And they're like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> the other that was like that gives me hope. Right. <laughs> other countries is a very interesting because I think that's where the prequels could live if it needed more, which I don't think this movie does because it's no. one and done. Because you can't go forward, you've ended the world, <laughs> but you can't right. go. Forward. Well, but I would be okay if like um, Guillermo del Toro was like I'm going to do the Spanish version of Cabin in the Woods or someone from Japan was like I'm going to do the Japanese version and it's just the little kids <laughs> and the creepy ghosts yeah. Do you, yeah I love how everything yeah was taking on place in the world like somebody else could have done this I love how w- the world ends it has to happen in America like we have to start it right you were the one like, really when everyone's up. like when you know, things happen in the world ends. I'm like, right, is it Eastern Standard Time or Central Time? Like, I need to know. Like, well, here's my question. So they had to kill five archetypes, or four, really. Mm. The hoe, the jock, the fool, the scholar. Well, they've already killed a hoe, a jock, and a, scho- and a scholar. You can't tell me that some of them men, some of them security guards, that these monsters have killed was not a fool. I'm just saying, take what you get, gods. Get all the blood. Yeah, I also had a question about when they thought that the fool died and they like did the bloodletting for the whatever they need downstairs, but he wasn't mm-hmm. dead. So like, what, where did that blood come from? And why didn't they know it didn't count? I don't think the, I don't think the blood they uh, sent down to the gods or whatever, I don't think that was like, Actually, I didn't read that it was their blood. I just read it was blood of whatever they had down there. I, I want to know where it's coming from and what it represents because, like, clearly they fucked that one up, which is why they were surprised. Yeah. Because 
they got too cocky with their horror film and they didn't take the rule in that if you don't see that person die, that if you don't see them actually breathe their last breath, they ain't necessarily dead. Mm-hmm. As we have seen time and time again. Tell us all this time. <laughs> you need to shine. Oh, that's a cute shot. Oh, that is. COVID 19. Is that, uh, what's that, what's that drug Trump was trying to get us to take? Uh, <laughs> this is Bliach. 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 A 10 year old Bliach. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, pretty good about that. Yeah, you have to see them die. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to watch them die. That's why at the end of every Scream movie, they're like, you mm-hmm. did it. I'm going to shoot you again just in case. Horror movies. That's where Double Tap comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What were some of my other favorite moments? Um, I love the moment when the blonde girl is having to make out with the wolf head because it was such a callback to Evil Dead, and she's like, "Hello." (laughs) I was like. I was like, you know where that mouth's been. Like, don't do this. I mean, right. It was so funny though. (laughs) Oh, and when that when he was like, okay, when they when he first gets the jock, first gets back into the house, and he's like, okay, so we need to stick together and like board up all the all the windows and rooms and figure it out. And they were like, uh no, beep, boop, 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 boop. And the little pheromones come out. I was like, we should split up. I love that because we always go, why would you do the dumbest thing? And this makes it like somebody else made them do the dumbest thing. Um, <laughs> like when she drops the weapon after killing the thing that almost killed Jesse Williams the first time. And like you see her get zapped and she drops it and she doesn't even acknowledge it. Because I was like, why would you drop a weapon when you got like this murderous zombie family out <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. What was my favorite? I... It... It's like one of those uncomfortable scenes, but I kind of giggle. It's like the Titanic propeller, like that propeller scene when that person falls and hits it. <laughs> you shouldn't laugh because it's not okay. But there's, it's like, and you're like, oh, where am I? What am I doing? Um, when Chris Hemsworth, the jock, hits the grid and <laughs> the motorcycle. And he's like, I'm going to be the hero. And I was like, wow. I will say, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> the way they edited that shot was really smart because okay so earlier in the movie we see the bird like and die so we know that wall's there but the way that they extended that leap so you're like maybe he's what what and then bam he's dead like <laughs> and you watch it bounce down for a second which is what makes it funny. i know and you're just like upset and you're uncomfortable and i was like i shouldn't be laughing at this point right like it's my whole titanic thing again when i was laughing but i'm uncomfortable <laughs> the funniest <laughs> <of> the movie <laughs> that and the merman the mer- <laughs> really really <laughs> yeah by like Cthulhu coming through the, the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just, I love it. I love it when we destroy the world. <laughs> that feels like closure to me. Just destroy it all. Have dinosaurs and mummies and zombies and unicorns and paleo people. Just, you, you know you can't come back. You know this is the last movie when you destroy it all. Do it. Because also, okay, in our two last remaining characters' defense, like, okay, we don't end up sacrificing ourselves and the gods do come back. Or we do, I do kill the gods, don't come back. Well, all these monsters are set free. Yeah. They all out and about. Right. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. They have the Tarjay right now. Like, you've done what you've done. That checks out. <laughs> um, you know, those boxes were so interesting to me because it reminded me of the film 13 Ghosts. Mm. Remember, like, all those cases? And I'm just Love sitting there going, movie. what kind of material is that? <laughs> <laughs> You know, because that's always that thing where it's like, you don't know if there's like the window. And like, yeah, 13 ghosts. We might um, have to visit that one in season two. We might, I don't know. Might. Oh, you have to, you have to, it's so good. I mean, right now the maid is winning the costumes. So like, <laughs> just go ahead. Check out, check out. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the moving boxes of like, everything and but super cool she's like banging on that box and i'm like oh my god stop it you're gonna let him out let him be cool be cool be cool (laughs) that's that is the one moment that triggers some empathy for me because she literally figures it out she's looking at the monster that could have killed her had she (laughs) opened that box instead and he's watching her like humans and she is losing her shit and like we were talking about this a little bit in like Halloween and some other movies where there's always like the one moment where you're like oh and then you go back to having like the fun and games and the gore (laughs) so okay going back to when they're in the cellar so she is clearly reading the 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 diary of the girl and that Mm -hmm. brings the family the jock is clearly with the box that's going to bring the uh the guy that's not pinhead, you know, the mm. guy we meet earlier. The girl, the whore, is uh, putting on the necklace that I'm assuming brings the merman because what's his name is really excited that he's about to see right. this merman. I think it was yeah, like a seashell or something. It was something yeah, I was a Yeah. Right. Oh, wait, no, that was the the scholar, uh, Jesse. He had the seashell, didn't he? What did he have? I don't remember. I don't remember. Glasses. Yeah. I don't remember. He was going to get killed by a library. That was... (laughs) I love how he was a scholar, so they gave him glasses, though. Can we talk about how the early aughts and the the late 90s were like, oh, they read glasses. (laughs) Gotta give her a makeover, take the glasses off. (laughs) And I was like, why can't she see and be pretty? Like, (laughs) that's the thing a lot of people are trying right now. You you can have have it all. Right. Oh gosh, I don't know what he had. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's gonna bother me. But I think he had the seashell, and I think she had a pendant. No, that's wrong. So her thing was the the, the shell that was. He had the music box that was the ballerina. That's oh, what it was. Oh, that's what it was. With the teeth so face. With the teeth face. Yes. So they had some good options. Had some good options. I feel like this was probably the best one for this movie, though, because the other oh, one yeah. would have been creepy and terrifying, but because it's a one monster, five people, the odds <laughs> were a little bit worse. 
Whereas a whole family of Texas Chainsaw Massacre situations, uh, that's different. <laughs> right. Um, and I love that it still gave the backstory. <laughs> like the when she was reading that, I was like, "Why are you still reading this? This is clearly creepy as fuck." Literally, when the stoner was like, "Let's draw the line at speaking Latin," <laughs> and they were like, "Nope." Oh, and even before that, when they're playing the games, or whatever, and they, um, she uh, the the virgin asked the girl for a dare because she just was told that, "Oh, you're gonna pick a dare anyway." Uh, or pick truth anyway. And then the cellar door like, wham! <laughs> and no one's like, I wonder why that happened. That's creepy. Yeah, let's go investigate this random cellar door we didn't know was there until it blew open. Let's do that. I mean, yeah, right. And clearly this cabin is like inspired by, or supposed to be like symbolizing evil, the evil dead cabin. Because that's the, the cellar door that the woman's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, and then and then the the uh, wolf head and all that was supposed to be like the moose head in the movies. I don't know. Yeah, um, there's just so, so many, many nods to so many horror movies. So many Easter eggs, just like in Scream, and that's why I love that movie too. Um, so fun, and I, if I think of this film, I just think of how fun it is. Like it's just, it's I get <laughs> some people are scared by it because it does. Have have some scary scares and some gore and I you know I get that but I think of fun I just remember the people I remember the people who hated it because some people can't understand that like horror is a moving genre and so it can have some comedy in it, it or vice versa like Scream is kind of a dark comedy that happens to be a horror movie and vice versa um and so whenever I see people like hating something that's new I'm like does that mean it's fun? <laughs> Is that what it means? It's going to be fun. <laughs> well, like I said earlier, or last night, I think, horror to me is such a broad genre. Like, it includes <laughs> so many things. Because, like, when I was, a, there, there, I mean, to me, there's, like, children's horror. Like, the witches. Is When I was a kid, that was terrifying. When a was like, here's my real face. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> As, as an adult, I'm like, that's great. I love it. It's not really scary to me. But like, and then there's horror comedy and there's, I, yeah, it's just such a broad genre. And it, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not horror. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't roll in here and be like, Friday the 13th, part 19 is the epitome of horror. But how dare you put some comedy in here in the, the cabin in the woods. That's, when after like one and two, those films are just camp. Like I said earlier, if you have to go to a third sequel, you probably already lost these battles coming up. <laughs> Usually the first two are the better two. Like Scream fixed themselves in four. Um, but like, I, I can't think of a third sequel that I'm just like, I love it. Don't change anything. Um, yeah, especially in horror. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was trying to look up stuff while we were t- talking because I was like, has a horror movie won an Oscar? And I guess mm-hmm. it's like yes. the Silence of the Lambs. And then, but for me, I'm also thinking of like, how come, because even watching today, I was like, damn, these makeup artists and these props and the, the artistry and the, 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 the minute, like 
detail that goes into it, like the blood and the gore. And most of the time we're grossed out. And I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. What they're creating to give you that fear into, um, and I wish more people supported that. And we're like, oh, that's just horror, blah, 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 blah. That's that thing. And I'm like, yeah. no, this is a real artistry that they are doing. Yeah. And it's stunning right. to watch sometimes. There's a genuine for yeah. horror oh, and genre. Because like, if you look at like some of the longest running like sci-fi shows, like the quality stuff, they got nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just like how do you how do you miss all in seasons of this brilliant show um or how do you miss like this amazing horror movie like the Duck has no awards as far as i know from america um mm-hmm. and so it's just like i and it's again gatekeepers and older people who shouldn't be in power being in power pissing on things that they think is low art Right. Well, and the, the first horror film that was nominated for Oscars was The Exorcist. And it was nominated, right. I think, for like 12 Oscars, which is insane for a horror film, um, including uh, Best Supporting Actress, I want to say, for Linda Blair, who probably should have been lead, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah. she was the possessed <laughs> one. She is she is the exorcism. The happening is this happening to her. Like how much more bleak can be? She might have been lead. I I could be wrong on that for sure. Might have been lead. But, yeah, because uh, we know Get Out was the one too. Yeah, Get Out. Was it was in the category and, of comedy. Times of the and Land. The Globes, yeah. yeah, which is which. But I get. I no no. I don't get that. Should have been a drama. If if it's, I get that you only have comedy and drama, but like, it should have been a drama. That right there should have been a bigger conversation because how dare you put this like racist horror movie in comedy? <laughs> that's not how you. That's not how you fix these bridges you've been burning. Oscars so white. That's not how you do it. <laughs> well, that that was the Emmys, I think, right? Because the Oscars don't they don't split them up or they, they don't split up the genre. Yeah, yeah. It's like Golden Globes, Emmys. I think it was the Golden Globes. It's the one, the one that did it is super racist. Like they hardly ever. That's why I can't keep them straight anymore. Like I literally, we, how many times have we like skipped over artists of color who deserve something? The fact that Sandra Oh suffered on Grey's Anatomy for almost 20 years and was never recognized. It's Sandra. Who who else is gonna win about Sandra? Right. I will never forgive the Oscars for putting Viola Davis as supporting actress for Fences. That, that is the most blatant falsity. <laughs> that may not be a word, but it might not be the correct word. But <laughs> no, it's a word now. It is. I have ever seen in my life. And she won, so good for her. But like, she was lead and should have won. The thing about Viola is she's the lead of whatever she does. Like, if she would have rolled in right now with 13 minutes left in this, I'd be like, well, it's her show now. <laughs> it was fun. Hi, I'll leave. <laughs> We're leaving. We're done. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, for me, it's like Viola Davis and Meryl Streep. Like, mm-hmm. give them everything, do everything. Like, yeah. they're phenomenal. But anyways, we're <laughs> super off topic. <laughs> Anyways, horror should be uh, Academy Award. Nominate horror for Emmy. Yeah, I mean, listen. Yeah. If you if you could nominate Silver Linings Playbook 
which is the most rom-commy of rom-commy movies I've ever fucking seen in my life. I didn't hate it, but it's not like groundbreaking, dramatic literature, literary films. I refuse to watch it. I I'm not gonna like tell you to. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I, I didn't hate it. But it I like, saw okay. a trailer and was like, "This is white nonsense." No, thank you. Um, <laughs> much like I did the help, and the people were like, "No, the help is good." No, the help is good. So I watched it and I was like, "No, it's white nonsense." Um, <laughs> we don't need we don't need white saviors. We need people to get out of the way and let people of color like tell their stories and do their things and save themselves. That's interesting. Um, Karen Ryan in being like, I've had a change of heart. Now stop using those words. That's not interesting. <laughs> like Karen can have her journey and she should by all means, but like we need new stories now. Um, which again is why I'm kind of living for this year where I'm seeing people of color actually have things happen, especially in this mm-hmm. horror genre where we're excluded from so often. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, need, uh, we, need, we need more stories. Like, oh, yeah. Like there shouldn't be a. a, a there's at no point will there be too many stories <laughs> like there will never be that moment so let people tell their own stories and stop trying to like put yourself into them if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah uh, i'm gonna watch bad hair tonight on hulu we were gonna do it this weekend but our panel couldn't make it this weekend so we had to reschedule which is not a spoiler y'all know we were gonna do it what <laughs> Yeah, I've wa- I watched it. It's fun. It's a really fun movie. I think for me, the concept that was there that I really enjoyed, I it, it kind of left it for the third act to be to make it more of a horror thing. Um, but it's really fun, and it, the cast got Kelly Rowland, Vanessa Williams, uh, the new the girl that plays the lead is fairly new face. Like they're all fantastic. Oh, and you have a Oh, I can't think of her names. I'm not gonna try it, but um, it's it's a it. You won't be you won't watch it and be like, oh, that's wasted an hour and a half. But it's not my favorite either. I just remember it was the beginning of like four horror movies that dropped on streaming services this month that had like black people centered, and I was like, four in one month. I don't usually get four in a decade, and I can watch them all in my own home. Watch them all. (laughs) Where, but see, like whereas like his house dealt with race and like racial issues in more of a serious tone mm-hmm. bad hair bad hair d- does deal with like women's specifically black issues and it's so i'm curious to hear your thoughts is, is what i'm gonna say yeah no. it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wait what time is it oh no it's late here mm. in new jersey mm. It's like Joy it's like it's twelve forty six, so it's like when the ghosts are like stretching. They're getting ready. Well, they got wait. They got to wait a whole other hour. Yeah, because it it goes back to one. So oh, that's right. So they, still they need to go back to bed. They got another hour of sleep. You're welcome, ghosts. <laughs> I'm gonna be asleep for both in one o'clock. <laughs> that's my dream. I'll be asleep through all the hauntings. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you should have haunted me in the daylight. <laughs> I got dreams. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we sufficiently talked about Cabin in the Woods. It was a very fun end to not not our entire celebration of Halloween, but our at least our Halloween evening. 
Um, I hope all the listeners out there had a great Halloween. Hope you stayed safe and uh, got spoopy <laughs> in your homes or with a loved one that you wanted to spend it with and whatever. Um, in, your, in your close circle. Yes. Yes. Don't be out here catching and, COVID because Halloween. Right. We had a blast today. We've got more tomorrow, so stay tuned. Yes. We have Ready or Not. We have Spell, Spell, spell right? And then spell. Vote, because I don't know. If y'all stick me with the Hills Have Eyes to close out this magical weekend. I ain't watching. <laughs> the Betrayal. The betrayal. Like, Child's <laughs> Play is right there. I haven't seen it. And that's going to be funny. I can already tell. I love the actors in it. It's going to be hysterical. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Um, I will say, I did. So, up voting update. I did look. We have more votes now. Um, <laughs> and Child's Play has moved to a tied second place. So, it is possible. They're all within, like... And I, uh, Hills Have Eyes is only up by two points. So you vote, Louise, call your vote. mama to vote, and call your friend to vote. Right? Louise is like, please with. do not let us watch the Hills Have Eyes or we'll just tell you a ghost story. That's right. <laughs> do it for Louise. But anyways, do it for Louise. So yes, vote. Tell us what you want us to watch. Tell us what you want to watch to enjoy it with us. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. Everyone enjoy your extra night sleep. Yes. Extra night out. Yes. Extra, I'm extra hour. Um, extra, what you can do with the extra hour is mm-hmm. drop a costume so we can vote so you can possibly be the first guest of the new year. Do it. Yeah. Because we have to talk about that do tomorrow it. when we announce the winner of the movie y'all chose or will choose time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's late. We're all, I'm slightly drunk. I don't know about the rest of them. So we're going to say adieu for this evening. Um, and we'll see you tomorrow. So stay fierce out there. Bye. Bye, CB. Meow.